With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Craft Root Sports Cincinnati style is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets. Basketball season's here, everybody. Football season in full swing. And there's only one spot you should be heading to get your tickets, and that's Minuteman Tickets. Look, we love Minuteman. They're Ohio guys. They're sports fans. And they're not going to screw you over like other ticketing places. It's not just football or basketball either. They've got it all. Baseball, hockey, theater, rib cook-offs. It doesn't matter. Hit them up, MinutemanTickets.com, or give them a call at 614-943-3000 and avoid all of the fees. Tell them you heard about them right here on Craft Root Sports, Cincinnati Style. Craft Root Sports, Cincinnati Style is also brought to you by More Labs. Drink one bottle of morning recovery while you're partying and bounce back quickly the next morning, guaranteed. Go to morelabs.com and use the code SPORTS at checkout for 20% off your Nod subscription purchase. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports Cincinnati Style. I am Mike with me as always is Scott. Joe over there behind the computer. Joe, how you feeling today, bud? What to do, baby? <laughs> this is Craft Root Sports Cincinnati Style, the show that focuses all on Cincinnati sports. And just like Cincinnati sports, if you're not from here, uh, you're, you're probably not going to like what we got to say. Scott, how you feeling this week? <laughs> totally winless. <laughs> Never win. Oh, wait. I'm so over it at this point. I like, know. Like, there's so many different ways to say like they lost, but do any of them matter? No, it's just a, a, like, I I feel like the more this goes on, the more you just lose the fan base. Well, and I, I feel like that's the overall consensus of this whole thing is just, you know, on all the years I've been in Cincinnati... The, the city and the fans have just never been so apathetic. It's like it's awful. they finally hit that rock bottom of eh, whatever. Yeah. And that's a that's the absolute worst place that you can be as a sports franchise when the fans don't care one way or the other. 
I I have thoughts on it, and we'll get to that here in one second. We're going to talk some Bengals. Uh, we're going to talk some Xavier hoops uh, as they get ready for the Charleston Classic we're coming up. Talk some UC pigskin. What the H? Uh, and also, Scott is going to do that hockey uh, at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite new segment. Uh, we will get to all of that. We'll talk a little UC Hoops as well. UC Hoops finally getting some love in one of the polls. But drama. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to all of that. Uh, let's get right into Bengals talk, though, because why not? Sure, let's get it over with at this point, I feel like. like I, This was always, the, I was like, oh, great, it's it's football season. We can talk Bengals. I'm so done with this team. Go ahead, Joe, hit the Can thing. the season be over? God, <laughs> So you talk about everybody being apathetic, and what I find interesting is when there are teams that are in, like, this downward spiral, when it's just, like, loss after loss, you know it's going to get bad, you know it's going to be bad, there's management that comes out, and, like, I I think of the Sixers when they're like, trust the process, trust the process. There is nothing that we can trust as Bengals fans in this whole rebuild. Like, everybody is just, like... Yeah, we're going to lose. We're going to get the number one pick. We're going to blow that pick, and the team is going to be complete garbage for the next decade. That's essentially how every Bengals fan feels right now. Yeah, because it's just like we're, there, there's no accountability. The ownership isn't saying anything. They're being mum. And I feel like even at the end of the season, <coughs> it's you know assuming it's going where we it, it looks like it's heading to an zero and sixteen season, which this you know this franchise has never had. You would think. That'd be the one time that the Brown family would come out and take some type of accountability, and I just don't see it happening. No, nope. like, there's what, what's the incentive for them to do it? And I, I mean, it sucks because it just you hate to see any fan base be just completely like devoid of any hope at all. Biggest question: If Andy Dalton played, would they have won? Yes. Yes. I. I <sighs> I see some people. Yep. I, I see some people say that, and they, they're like, you know, it. It makes some sense if you say, you know, if you look at it, you're like, well, they only lost by seven. Sure, he could have made the difference, but I'm like, this this team right now that they, they would have found a way to lose this well, game. I mean, I, I guess like. that's like, a good point. That's, that's, that's the a- thing. Like, I feel like Andy Dalton would have made it <clears throat> look better. You you might have felt slightly less hopeless throughout the contest because. Poor Ryan Finley, like that. The offensive line is just so shite, and and the the Dude, receivers, they're, they're out here putting guys off the practice squad in the starting lineup. You got Tyler <laughs> Boyd, who's like, "What the f is going on?" There's no pass. Like, I mean, everything that can go wrong is going wrong. But then you're like, "Well, if Andy Dalton was in there, though, they just would have found a different way to lose." But Mixon had a career, you know, a nice day, eighty six yards and a touchdown. He had a nice. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> he he had a nice day, and and my only thing is he celebrated <laughs> like he had a nice day. Well, yeah, no, he's, no, no. Oh, but, he's been waiting for this. No, man. I, I know. And the the problem has been he hasn't been there most of the season. And then when they finally got it going in a game that that like was close enough, because there's been games where he's got it going, but it's right, like but oh it's, they're down oh, by twelve touchdowns, right, right, so who right. cares? He gets it going in a game that, you know, was close and it kind of mattered. And he was just celebrating. And I kept thinking, 
you've just been waiting for your own personal stats, haven't you? Yeah. Like, oh, dude, he, totally. he totally looked like the guy yes. who was like, well, I'm having a good day. Don't care what else yep. is going on Mixon, around me. Mixon 100% <laughs> was, as my dad would say, uh, he was all about the, the name on the back of the jersey and on the front. He did not care one bit. All he wanted to do was be able to be like, Check out that stat line. We well, yeah, that. like it wasn't because of me we lost. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But that and that's but that's so sad. Like I mean, it just again, no matter how much. I, okay, I take that back. If this were the Cowboys, I would totally be reveling. <laughs> I would wash myself of this every week. I'd be like, oh god, I need some more. That y'all got any more to the Cowboys? Can losses, we bottle like, up these Jerry Jones ones? tears? Yeah, like oh god, it'd be so good. That's the difference, though. Jerry Jones would have come out like after the second right. loss and been like, no, 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 this is all part of my plan. Well, well, not only that, there would have been sweeping changes, even if they right. were ill-advised, like, throughout this entire yeah, there process. There would have been something. Whereas, Mike Brown's just sleeping in his owner's box. No right. idea what the hell he's doing. Well, I mean, even CBS can't identify him. So, I mean, you know, we can't. And that's what's, that's what's most disheartening. It's like, not even a, like, fake guys were really sorry. Like, I mean, because yeah. you know there's owner, there are owners across the league that will apologize or come out and do the whole, you know, pound the fist on the table. But at the end of the day, you're like, yeah, but that guy's still about his money. But at least he's faking the funk. Right. Like, right. The Browns aren't even, yeah, the Browns aren't even faking it. They're just like, eh, hands off. Whatever happens, the, happens. It's trade Whatever. deadline and they're out on vacation. It's like, <laughs> bro, what are you doing? You can't even pretend to care and try to make something happen. That's so sad. I mean, it's, and, and that's what, I think that's where all Bengals fans are at right now, where it's just like, Nothing is going to change. And, and I think everybody was on the, the hopes of like, well, once Mike Brown's gone, Katie will take over and maybe that'll be different. Nope. It's not going to be any different. It is the same thing nonstop with these. Uh, I mean, the team is, is just going to be maybe a playoff team at best. Like we need to realign our expectations going forward. Don't ever think the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. Don't ever think they've got a shot. Hope for the playoffs and you won't be disappointed. Hope for that first round exit and that's it. That's the the best you can bank on. That's well, a successful did, season in the Browns' Mike, eyes. Didn't Mike Brown kind of say that more or less like a few years Pretty ago much. When, when they lost like the, the third first round game in a row where it was just like – and but we still get all the the gate and uh, all the, the 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 funds from being a playoff team, and so it's like, but we don't have any of the expenses of making it any further. Like they've more or less admitted to the fact that yeah. the goal is just to be there, just get there, don't get that money. win anything else, just be in there. It's so disappointing. So we have a game where um, they have a shot at the end. I mean, it was a long shot, but. Finley had a shot at the end of that Raiders game to lead them down the field and tie it up. Yeah. And uh, there was a penalty. It was like second and 19. And then Finley throws the interception to seal the game because, of course. Um, well, okay, there's there's two observations, though, that I made about <coughs> Finley that at least from his first game, you know, was non-existence, deer in headlights for him. But one of them kind of overlaps. The, the main point is that he seemed a, l- a lot more comfortable in this game than he did in that first one. Because in the first one, it was like, yeah, he's got happy feet. He's, you know, yeah. he's jittery. Like, Which it was clearly, happen. Right, yeah. it was clearly a rookie making his first right. ever NFL start. Like, this one, he seemed much more comfortable. He was able to go through his reads, but he got zero help from the offensive line. Like Surprise, surprise. Right, like, like <laughs> absolutely none. It was exactly what Andy Dalton dealt with right. all year. And so you're just like, well, you can't really evaluate him. But the other part of that was, like, there was times... and. Andy can kind of do this, but it's to a much lesser degree. Like, Finley could kind of scoot. 
There was a couple times he, he, had a couple, he, he, yeah. he took off, and I thought, wow, for a white boy, he's got wheels. <laughs> even, on the, <laughs> even on that last play on the interception, he scrambled out of the pocket and right. extended the play. Like, he did what you need to do. He then completely telegraphed the pass and basically said to the defense, hey, I'm going right here. Uh, it's going to happen right here. <laughs> and then he threw the ball right there and was like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Thanks, Finley, for that one. Uh, but – I get that. That happens all the time. Quarterback trying to direct traffic and and all that, but yeah, you got to I mean, be able to make the throw when you're doing something like that. Well, just, you can't throw it into double coverage after being like this guy, right? But in general, <laughs> though, I, I wouldn't point to him as like Lastic as like, yeah, okay, he's a rookie deer in headlights. He's definitely the reason like they never stood a chance. And not only because they were going to think of Ravens, but it was just like, oh, okay, you've got this rookie quarterback. This week it was like. Well, it, I, I didn't necessarily think he lost the game for them. He didn't do anything to help them win. That's for sure. And that's what you need is out of a rookie quarterback is just don't blow it. Right. Like, like, <laughs> like if they had the pieces around him, because, I mean, you look at it, it's like, no A.J. Green. You know, he didn't – Tyler Boyd got mad because he wasn't targeted. Uh, <laughs> you know, you had Auden Tate who had a career day. Yeah. And, you know, he had a pretty good day. But, I mean – he was throwing the guy. They they brought a guy in off the practice squad. Like I, I mean, like he's getting absolutely no help. So I feel like if he had a halfway competent offensive line and an NFL capable wide receiving <laughs> core, like it, like this game could have been won. Like that that's what I look at it. Like it's like if you move these things around, and so that all goes back to the the, the question of well, you know, would. Would have would they have been better off if they had just started the also ran? I still feel like they would have found a way to lose. Like, yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's, like, that's fair. That's, that's the ultimate point. way of looking at it. Is like, yeah, they lost. Yeah, they had a rookie. Yeah, they had all these things going against them. But even if Dalton was back there, they probably still wouldn't have found a way to win. Well, we look ahead now. Uh, we've got Steelers we week know? coming up. Sure, I Steelers mean, you week have to again. Yeah, yeah, Steelers week coming up. Uh, the surprising thing to me is that the Bengals are only getting six and a half points in this game. That is a a very surprising line to Can me. We talked about what happens this week in Steelers. I know we didn't talk about it on the regular Yeah, show, I mean, we we, we sure touch sure we could talk about it. Uh, there was some shenanigans that happened in the Steelers Thursday night game against the the Browns. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. There, yeah, you know. Uh, uh, it was it was a a, a fracas, a, a, uh, a brouhaha. That's my favorite <laughs> kerfuffle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a, some disagreements going on on the field. There was a discussion that uh, over led to fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So some some AFC North news as uh, Mason Rudolph he. He lost his helmet, and Miles Garrett tried to place it back on his head. Nicely. Uh, yeah, Nicely. gently. As gently as possible. <laughs> uh, and uh, the, Miles Garrett suspended. To, to be fair, it was the most gentle I've ever seen an opposing player try to put a helmet back on <laughs> the opposite team. So there is that. Uh, but It may not have worked out so well, but... So there's there are some suspensions that the Steelers are dealing with coming into this week. Uh, Pouncey is out after he then tried to fight Garrett uh, and kicked him in the helmet while Garrett was on the ground. Uh, so that's a, a big thing for the Bengals. That's a, a big plus. I'm 
utterly shocked that Mason Rudolph is not suspended at all for his part in the I still thing. can't believe also, that he's not missing something. What a tool bag to come out today and read that statement, uh, his apology After statement. six days. Yes, and he couldn't memorize it. He came out and was like, I am uh, very uh, happy to be a part of this organization, and I let them down questions like you couldn't you couldn't memorize this garbage statement you're supposed to be an NFL quarterback and <laughs> you can't memorize the three lines that yeah. they wrote down for you um boy i i kind of wish garrett had hit him with the other side of the helmet i i yeah, i don't know whoa hey, he uh, deserved whoa. it whoa <laughs> whoa hot takes <laughs> uh no I I mean it just it's one of those things that it's ugly you don't like to see it but it's like nobody is condoning what Garrett did but at the same time man Mason Rudolph definitely p- played a really big part in that it, it's one of those what? classic cases of uh the the one who gets punished the most isn't the original <laughs> offender it's the the one who retaliates can I tell you what my favorite part of the whole thing was after Rudolph got hit in the head with his helmet. And then one of the Browns' uh, defensive linemen pushed him down in the end zone. Ogan Joby. Yes. Uh, the the close up of Rudolph just looking at Ogan Joby going, "Bitch!" That is my favorite part <laughs> of the whole thing. I was like, I will rewatch this a hundred times to see him get shoved from behind and turn around and just go, "Bitch!" Ah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's the greatest part of the whole thing. Uh, but Rudolph now has something to prove this weekend. Do we think the Bengals get it done against the Steelers? No. Yeah, me neither. Joe had a hot take before we went on the air. Joe, you think the Bengals get this one done against the Steelers? Sure, why not? <laughs> that doesn't get spicier Spicy. than that. <laughs> uh, ESPN uh, predicting a uh, by 66% the Steelers are favored in this one. But the tie... Point three percent. So if you got money on this game, point three percent is one of the higher. I've I haven't seen that high recently for a tie. So if you're <laughs> looking at betting advice, I might throw a ten spot on the tie in this one. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Let's talk some Xavier hoops. Should we? Though? We went out there and zipped them up at the end sure. of the game. I mean, Xavier moved up in the rankings. Zipped them up at the end of the game. (laughs) Zipped them up. What's funny is I think they should have moved down this week instead of last week. (laughs) Okay, so I didn't realize. (laughs) How do you go from beating Missouri, the SEC school, the school that people have heard of, to barely beating Missouri State? Because you live by the (laughs) arc. God, this team. Frustrating. And, also, and I didn't all realize, of our fandom. I didn't realize that Missouri State game was like part of this Charleston Classic. It's I didn't like either. A, I, I was surprised, but like how? I was, I was looking at the Charleston Classic, and it, they have like non-bracketed games. So there were games of teams that are part of this that took place before the actual Charleston Classic. So Xavier these, could these play Missouri early State season, again. Yeah, these early season tournaments are so weird the They're way they so like strange. they they play out. Like until conference play starts. I have no idea what's going on with the schedule of like any teams. You right. you have all these like mini tournaments and like classic tournaments and stuff and it's like, "Oh, well, you could play the top 25 or you could play the bottom ranked play 300." Buffalo. Teams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> here's here's the the Charleston Classic that's coming up. It starts tomorrow night. We're recording this on Wednesday. It starts tomorrow night. Uh Xavier will be uh starting the game uh starting the tournament against Towson, but also in the tournament is Missouri State. 
St. Joe's, Florida, Miami, Yukon, and Buffalo. <laughs> the, like the list of teams that they could play versus the teams that they probably will play. Astounding. It's it's really <laughs> crazy. You could play once national title contender Florida <laughs> or, or Missouri State again. Maction. You get some maction in this tournament. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> uh well, wouldn't that be the worst? That'll be a real kick to the uh the, the strength ding-ding? of schedule to get Missouri State twice <laughs> in the same year. Yeah. Ugh. And also probably because it's the Xavier way. Barely beat them by three this time. Get blown up by ten the next game. Like, that's what Xavier would do. Like, it just, that's the way it would go. It'd be like, oh, well, you moved up in the rankings, and then you played them again, and now you're in the bottom 50. Well, and when you when you look at these teams uh, that are in this, even the big-name teams, when you look at, like, Florida and Miami, they're not doing anything this year. Like, they're, no, they're right. pretty much garbage. Florida's bottom of the SEC. Uh, Miami... I think they had Plays a basketball. I think they've I think they've only got one loss and that was to Louisville to start the season, but you know, it's Miami. They're not going to be that's not going to be a quality win at the end of the year. Right. So this is, you know, when you have these tournaments, it's like, all right, this is where we have a chance to bolster that out of conference. We're making our money here. Nope. Yeah, you got nothing in this tournament. All this tournament can do is hurt you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like all this all this could do is be a bad loss on your record. Yep. Because there's nobody in I this. I was going to say no matter who you beat, they're going to be like, "Eh, didn't right. matter." Right. Right. The only thing I want to see is some some St. Joe's. I want some old A10 rivalry back in this tournament. Give it, give us St. Joe's just so that we can beat St. Joe's and and just get that old like oh A10. I want, I want to start chanting A10. <laughs> I mean I'm fine with it, but only if Delonte West shows back up <laughs> for an alumni shootout. Dude, I I told him uh, when they played at Xavier when we were there, I. Went up to uh, the visitors' side where, like, they run into their tunnel. Mm-hmm. I ran around, and when Delonte and Jameer were running into the tunnel, I yelled at Delonte West, "How does it feel knowing you're never going to be as good as Jameer Nelson?" <laughs> that one totally backfired on me because Jameer then busted out of the league. Delonte West banged LeBron's mom. Like, he totally had a better pro career. You, you do realize Jameer Nelson played longer than Delonte West, right? Ah, uh, but nobody, nobody <laughs> recognized. No, but hang on, hang on. <laughs> no, hang no, no, on. No, 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 no. Like you're wrong on this one because, like, Nelson's career was very quiet, but he was like non-existent in the but league. But the only difference is that he was like a starting point guard for like for the Magic for like years. Non-existent like, in the league. It's the Magic. It's the Orlando Magic. Nobody cares about the Orlando Magic. But, but he but, might as well still be playing in on, college. But, but besides banging LeBron James's mom, Delonte <laughs> West didn't do anything but become homeless. Like. <laughs> Nelson had a way better career than him. I feel like you screwed you screwed this one up horribly. Like you were right in your original take. How's it feel that you're never gonna be better than Jameer Nelson? And then he went out and proved you right. And now you're defending it the opposite way. Like you should have just stuck with the original premise. You'd have been fine. Like Jameer Nelson was just a guy in the NBA. Like he was never a superstar. He totally but totally like, disappeared once he got to the league. Like that was a name you no, never heard of once he got to the league. I remember him, dude. No, no, no. I mean, again, the that, was my, that was my that was my fantasy. A... No, I know that was my fantasy basketball like <laughs> years. Pick. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, like those were the years. Like he was serviceable. Like he was a backup point guard type. He was a starting NBA point guard for like, he didn't do anything spectacularly. He was just a guy. 
but he was much better than Delonte West for the career. And I disagree. Guess what? Guess what didn't West. end up homeless. Oh, that guy. Oh, that's so. Ooh, that's cool. Anyway, Xavier uh, <laughs> playing Towson to kick off this tournament. They're still four zero, so they've got that going for them. But seriously, I'm I'm worried about this team because watching them. Nothing clicks. Like it's just this collection of guys, which is frustrating. That don't seem to fit together properly you would at think, all. You would think, like, if this was last year, you can excuse it as, all right, it's Steele's first year. He's still trying sure. to figure things out. You're in year two, man. Like, you got to figure out how to make this work. Well, but see, my problem with Xavier, though, in their recruiting classes over the last like mm, six, seven years, I want to say, is that they just keep recruiting the same type of guy. They're like shooting cards, small forward hybrids, and they're like, F it, we'll just find a place for all these guys. <laughs> and so they end up with no true point guards. It's always some shooting guard playing out of place. They've got a really good two and a three. Uh, some four that's probably better off playing in the three. And then nobody has a center in college basketball, so it's just some guy right. who it's just can't play power guy. Yeah. So it's like they've got all these twos and threes, and that's like where they've made their money. Like they get really high recruiting classes, and it looks really good. But then when you get them out on the court, it's like, hey, this is five of the same guy. They don't mesh well at all, <laughs> and none of them can shoot. And so it's but just they're like they're all going to shoot. They're yeah, all yeah, yeah. going to no, chuck up They threes. all want to prove that they can shoot, but none of them can. And so, like, they just don't fit together. And that's why you end up with these Missouri State games where it's like, oh, you beat them by three? Yeah, that's because you got a bunch of guys who are all the same who haven't learned how to play together. Like, I feel like they will figure it out. But it takes. I hope so. Man. It, it's going to take three fourths of the season, and we're going to be doing the same thing we always do with Xavier. Where we're just like throwing our hands up until about mid February. It's like, all right, they finally figured it out, and maybe it's it's at the right time, and then it'll be at the right time to they get to lead eight and lose. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be the same as always. Can I tell you what's frustrating? The most frustrating thing about this team right now. We don't know how many kills you they've gotten. You can't find the kill stat. It's nowhere. They don't tweet about it. They don't talk about it. But, There's nothing. But it might be coming to the scoreboard after this Charleston trip. Oh, burr, 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 burr. man. It might be... It might be on the scoreboard okay. as a trackable stat. What's funny is how it's are like, we not tweeting about this Xavier social the, media the, team? The kill stat is much like the drop stat in the NFL. Drops aren't an official stat. But everybody knows who has the most drops. Right, right, right. But that's the thing. Zay, like, Steele made such a big deal about it, about these kills. And if we get seven kills a game, 98% of the time we're going to win. Okay, great. And then Xavier, on top of that, is like, oh, you got to bark every time we get a kill, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, the bench barks. No, they want the students the stu- to bark. I was going to say, but they the want bench, the crowd to the bark. Bench, yeah. The bench is already doing it. Understood. But that's fine because the bench was like, we're going to bark every time we get a kill. And that's not, a, a. And not only that, but the bench is the ones who like jump up and down off of like a, a sweet layup. So. What's your you know, favorite bench celebration you've seen? Because I, I do love. Oh, my good, favorite? I do love a good bench celebration. Well, my favorite is always the, the, the get back. The, uh, <laughs> the, get, back. The, the get back is the classic. Just everybody being held back off of something like innocuous. Like, it's just like, <laughs> oh, he made a breakaway sweet layup. And they're like, oh, snap. And it's I like, like really? It's a, I like when it's a get back on just like a. A jumper from yeah. the court, like from the elbow. They're like, oh, 
Oh, yeah. he hit like, it from the elbow. Nothing special. <laughs> <laughs> Some something that it go- was a set play. Oh, snap. <laughs> right. So something that good players do without thinking. It's like, oh snap! Did you see that? Like, yeah, we did, but it wasn't. I special. like I like the uh, the row the boat. That was my favorite one that I'd saw <laughs> in the tournament when it like it was a dunk and they just started rowing the boat. The bench dudes do not get the credit they deserve. Uh, the bench First dudes all, get they they do more work than a lot of the guys who play. There's a lot of planning that goes into those bench celebrations. Besides they spend the get hours, uh, the, well, everybody else is practicing their layups, uh, <laughs> practicing their free throws. Bench guys are practicing their celebrations. Uh, all right, so we don't know how many kills. We had against Missouri State. I'm guessing at least seven because 98% of the time when we get seven kills, we get a W, and there it is. So um, <laughs> Even if it's only by three <laughs> against a team with state in their name, that's not Ohio. That's really awful. Jesus. Uh, but now we have the chance to, to get them back in this Charleston Classic. <laughs> get them back. That's the funny thing. Really. We'd really be seeking revenge. This time. Seeking revenge against the team that we already beat. <laughs> because it was only by three and it's Missouri State. It's like, this is time for revenge. But we would only meet Missouri State in the championship of the Charleston Classic. How pathetic is that? <laughs> <laughs> gotta get to the title game. They're on the other side of the bracket, so we gotta go. We uh, could double up this victory. We're gonna win have to, by six. We're gonna have to get through Towson. We're gonna have to get through Buffalo <laughs> to get another shot at Missouri State. <laughs> Moving on, man. Moving on. The stock you see. Holy God. <laughs> Uh, not Fighting much to get to Missouri State. <laughs> not much to talk about UC hoops wise. They did get one vote in the coaches poll this week. Still unranked in the AP. Still not. Receiving. Are you still just as shocked as you were last week that they didn't move up? I'm very shocked because <laughs> as that was the that was the most as predicted. They was, beat Alabama A and M by twenty some. That was uh, the most shocking thing of last week was that they didn't get any votes when they hadn't played another game. But they did get one vote in the coaches poll. Big ups to John Brandon for voting for his own team. <laughs> That's the only way I can assume it. Oh God. Uh, you see, uh, they do get the big win over whatever Alabama A&M or whatever weird school they played. Uh, but this is a team that I feel like, I know we talked about it before, Crosstown Shootout is right around the corner. We're only a couple weeks away They're from totally going to win this they game. They will 100% win the shootout. There's <laughs> no doubt about it. If Xavier's beating Missouri State by three, they're, right. going, down UC, to, they're going down to UC by 10. Yeah, UC <laughs> is going to win the shootout, and, and I'm just going to sit here. Uh, what I think we should do... Uh, Pardon the punctuation is another Cincinnati-based podcast uh, here in town. They are voted the third best podcast by City Butte Magazine. Ooh, third, huh? Yeah, which I think mm. is hilarious that they claim that every time. <laughs> but I think we should put a show bet up against Pardon the Punctuation for the shootout. I think we need to figure something out with those guys. Uh, maybe put some beers on the line or something like that. Okay. Uh, I'll reach out to, to Ed and we'll figure something out on that one. Uh, but you see football. I was going to say, can we talk about football now? Because that's where the yes. more interesting stuff <laughs> happened. Yes. So they, uh, you see struggles this past weekend. But they win? They did get the dub. Uh, but <laughs> they pulled off a Xavier victory. They, did. they really did pull out a Xavier victory. Uh, the other thing, too. UC's social media team threw a little shade at the Bengals this week. Uh, so UC plays. Talk about low-hanging fruit, though. <laughs> they play Saturday night. Uh, this is their chance to lock up the AAC East. Uh, and they tweeted out 
uh, a post about this game coming up uh, on Saturday, and they told fans this is, quote, the city's biggest football game of the year going down on Saturday, and they spelled it D-E-Y, a direct mm. dig at the Bengals. I, yeah, I, I was going to say, I kind of love it. I'm kind of on board with this. Like, yes, you are the premier football team in the city right now, UC Bearcats. Are they? I feel like that uh, St. X Elder game got oh. national. They got national hype this week. <laughs> like, I saw people talking about it on Twitter, and then you even had Kyle Rudolph mention it on SportsCenter when he was getting <coughs> getting interviewed by Scott Van Pelt on One Big Thing. Like, I <laughs> that was the biggest game <laughs> in Cincinnati this week. So while UC may want to claim that, I feel like Ohio, I feel like the Ohio high school football scene took over. <laughs> was that? I mean that that must be playoffs, right? We got to be in high yeah. school playoffs. No, no, yeah, yeah, point. yeah. And that was last Friday night. Did Saint X ended up winning that? I was about game, to pull or? it up here. I was just gonna and, say I was like I never see. did see, but I just I know that like that was Saint a, X lost. Elder won twenty eight twenty four in that game. But I was going to say, it came down to the Ooh. end. Oh, now it's Elder Cole Rain. Ooh. Ooh. Another, okay. another another overshadowing. What, what is the bigger game this weekend? Elder is Cole Rain. Elder Cole Rain, <laughs> or is it UC versus whoever they're playing to lock up the AC? And you just answered your own question. <laughs> Like, that's the funny thing. While they were trying to throw shade, they should have done some research and been like, is there any big high school football game going on this week? Oh, there is. Ugh, not the biggest ticket this week. You know what would be funnier is if that matchup was like, eh, we actually want to bump you guys. Uh, we want Elder Corrine here at uh, Paul Brown. So you guys can move yours back to your well, stadium. Well, good, because it's another nip at night. Uh, so that's good. So they'll be at Nippert. So Elder Corrine can have Paul Brown. Let him have that one. Uh, but, oh, it's Temple. They got Temple. The it's Actually, this was one of those that we were like, yeah, that is a pretty big matchup. But, it's a- I, but I still think it moves the needle in city. Okay, so if you're in Cincinnati, like more people are watching Cole. I was going to say, if you're in Cincinnati, <laughs> are you going to Elder Corrine or are you going to Cincinnati versus Temple? Get if somebody was like, I'll give you free tickets to each of them, or like whichever one you want. Yeah, more people are going to Elder. That's what I'm thinking too. That's what I'm thinking too. Like the, as much as I don't like high school football, like that's the answer. Well, and especially because Elder is like all West Side, and yeah. West Side people are all about that They're high so school hardcore. football, man. They don't give a crap a, they're like we're not going to college we don't care about college. <laughs> well i hope uh the west side uh <laughs> by the wasn't way, listening to this episode i like when we first started the show we were like all right we're gonna do cincinnati sports talk one thing we'll never do on this show is high school football and here we are 10 episodes <laughs> into an high school but football i talk. wouldn't have except for you <laughs> see calling them out and me thinking about to last friday no you're 100 like, percent right that- I heard more about that game, and truth be told, I didn't realize until Monday that UC had struggled <laughs> with their game. Like, I, it wasn't until then. It was like, wait a minute, they dropped in the polls? So is, is that a wake-up call? Is that struggle against USF the wake-up call? Because we have been saying all along, get through the schedule, don't get trapped, and you have Temple and Memphis to well, end the season. It absolutely has to be because they fell behind Memphis in the, the polls. And so now they're technically, if the season had ended this week, they'd be on the outside looking in as far as bowl games. But it's like there's no margin for error. They've got to win these games and win them convincingly for the next three to make sure that they don't have a let-up. Not necessarily. They just have to beat Temple right now. They, they've got to beat Temple 
and lock up that AAC championship. All right, but because, doesn't that require beating Memphis as well? But they'll play Memphis again in the AAC championship game. Oh wait, so they're playing back to back. Yes, they would play Memphis <laughs> in back to back. Xavier, weeks. yes, a hundred percent. Memphis is. I'm pretty sure Memphis is still leading. Yeah, Memphis is still leading in the West. So yeah, I don't know who Memphis has this week, but basically, if uh, Anthony Hardaway. <laughs> Go listen to the regular show to get that Oh, joke. Memphis has USF. So there you go, uh, Memphis. Oh, so see, they could struggle. Huh? They could struggle, probably still pull one out by three, and then it comes down to UC versus Memphis, and you will have, as long as UC beats Temple, you're likely going to have a UC versus Memphis uh, rematch in the AAC championship game. Wow. That's bananas, right? Yeah, but I mean, that's just, this is how these lower conferences kind of like shake out. It just ends up being that way. It could be something crazy if you see. Uh, so this would lock up the East for UC with this win. Uh, Memphis, if UC beats Memphis, it could push SMU up. Uh, so they would play SMU instead of playing Memphis. D'Angelo Williams still there? Or no. <laughs> 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 Don Terry Poe? They run out there. Okay. Those, are the, those are my two Memphis names that I can throw at you. Otherwise, I'm like, ugh. Um, We'll see. This is again. This comes down to how good of a coach is Luke Fickle to keep these guys on task for you know. This is. I feel like this is a game against Temple that you you're obviously playing to lock up the East. So he's gonna have him ready to play for sure. I, think, I mean, I you can't get this late in the season and then have a letdown on that one. What is the line on this game, Joe? Uh, going into this UC Temple game, the line UC is, is favored, but yeah, ten points. All right, a ten point spread. I think UC can cover that spread. If I'm putting money down, I'd I'd put especially because now you're trying to prove that last. I was week just gonna was a say. Fluke. If last week they hadn't have stumbled like they had, I would say, yeah, maybe that ten points is a little bit to like overcome. But yeah, this week they're they're, they're going to be on a mission to overcome the spread. Yeah, you in fact, it. that's that's probably hanging in the locker room. Just ten points. We've got to win by more than ten points. That's the goal this week Beat is to the win spread. by spread. Yeah. Beat the spread. <laughs> right. Uh, well, we will see how UC fares against Temple. Uh, and as we get into that Memphis game, I'm really looking forward to that one. That's going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, Scott. Should we do the hockey? You want to do that hockey? I guess. <laughs> I want you to do that hockey. All right. <clears throat> we need to make that longer. That's got to be longer. I know. That is the, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. We got to get this singing in so there. So we can yeah, dance. We gotta, yeah, we got to get some dancing in there. Uh, so I'll read the internet wrong again this week. <laughs> Cyclones won, uh, what, four in a row? Three in a row? Four. And then, okay, they, they won four in a row and then, then lost one, but then came back tonight. As we record, just before we started recording this, they won against Kalamazoo. So they're back in the dub column. Uh, they went through Batman Night, which we had talked about on last week's show. But okay, most yes. importantly, yes. I was going to say, what we Please. discovered was that on Batman Night, the opposing team, which, who did they play that night? Was the Comets? Was that that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Comets, which we didn't know before uh, when we talked about it. They wore Joker jerseys. That's so good. And oh, they looked so they looked better. It was I mean if I was They were there, better than the Batman ones. I mean for okay, so if I'm being honest, when it comes to Batman versus Joker, I am picking Joker every single time. Right. I'm no, a Joker no, fan. No, I no. love the I mean I, But I, I'm, I'm just Joker. saying though when you just strictly looked at the jerseys though, 
I just thought that the Joker that ones purple, looked better. The purple looked really, really good. Yeah. It was it was awesome. They had all kinds of characters out there too uh, in the concourse. A friend of the show, Tyson, was was there and he took pictures of yeah. Batman and the Flash. And all the Joker. I didn't realize they were gonna have all those superheroes. Yeah, they like, had in all attendance. kinds yeah. of superheroes there. Well, get this this week coming up. They've got WWE night. Yes, yeah. It has been all over my Twitter sponsor post. <laughs> uh, and they're gonna have Mick Foley there and the world's strongest hand mark uh, strongest hand <laughs> strongest man i was thinking about when uh he and uh may young had uh the hand <laughs> real throwback there for the attitude era <laughs> may young had a hand joe you remember that joe wasn't around for that come on i know it no, okay cool that's gonna say i was like that i was gonna say that's like right on the edge there for joe but anyway so wwe night coming up this week uh they also have princess night and then a week from today, on the biggest party night of the year, the night before Thanksgiving, they're doing one dollar beers. That's dangerous, uh, bro. That's I dangerous. know. When I saw that, I thought, of all the nights, like I know you want to get people to come out, but it's I feel like smart. they would come out in general. So it's like, smart. I mean, it's smart to do dollar beer night on the biggest party night of the year. Well, I mean, everybody's gonna like everybody has offers that night, right? Like, I mean, we're oh, not, yeah, we're, yeah, we're not yeah. doing a show we're next not week even because yeah, we're yeah, like, yeah, right. we're not gonna compete with everybody being out and drinking. So, <laughs> right. Uh oh man. Okay, so which promotion is better? Dollar beer night on the biggest party night of the year or WWE night with you didn't Mick even, Foley? You, you just wait, skip right over Princess? You're wait, wait you dismiss Princess? For then? WWE night you Fair also enough. get a Cyclones WWE luchador mask. Luchador <gasps> mask. Yes. You get a Cyclones luchador mask. Wow. If you if you put that on, are you not allowed to take it off? Like you have to become a luchador plus five dollar craft beer. I was just gonna say, I was like, hold on. So on top of that, they also have. I was gonna say they also do the five dollar craft beers, one dollar sodas, and three dollar cheeseburgers. That's part of the five one three. Wait, hang on, hang on. Let's not. We are burying the lead. If you get the exclusive pregame meet and greet with Mick Foley and Mark Henry, you also get. To see the Universal Championship belt. The chance to see it. The Undertaker's <laughs> trench coat and hat and the helmets that DX wore when they invaded WCW. Get the hell out of here. Dude, uh, that what, is the greatest what, right there. What, what's funny is we're asking which is the better of these promotions. That promotion goes like half of the page of scrolling. The Dollar Beers is like... Hey, come get dollar beers on Thanksgiving They're like, Eve. Bro, Miller High Life PBR for a dollar. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like, oh, and then there's Princess Night. <laughs> so I think we know the answer is WWE Night. Like, that's the night you want to go this the week. The DX helmets? They're in Cincinnati? Come on. Come on. I like the fact that they could just throw out any old army helmet and be like, these are the helmets. Yeah, and yeah, you'd yeah, be like, no oh, idea. Wait, was this the one Triple H wore or was this the one Shawn Michaels wore? Oh, that was Xbox. Never mind. I don't want to see it. I don't care. <laughs> I was going to say, it was like, because Shawn Michaels wasn't there that night. It was just like the the other parts of it. it was just Shawn Michaels wasn't there for that invasion? Not, not, no, not that night. He didn't ride the, in on the, the tank? I was going to say, the night that they did the invasion night, Shawn Michaels wasn't there because that was when he was hurt. That was when he was dealing with all those back problems. Was that when China was just walking next to the tank? Like yeah. everybody was yeah. in the tank and China, yeah. China was just like, all yep. right, I'm here too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. She did have a helmet on though. <laughs> Don't touch that helmet. Don't go near that one. Uh, that's the only postpartum helmet on that list though. So there's that. 
Just saying. Look at the standings, James. <laughs> it's last week. And this week I'm going to read them correctly. So they've played 16 games. They are now 10 and 6 and 1 on the season. What? No, 10 and 5. Jesus. Ugh. One of these days I'm going to read it right. Do that hockey. <laughs> God. <laughs> this is one of those times it's good that it's not longer because they're just missing the dancing. But yeah, no, they they've moved all the way up to second place because last week they, they were, were like, like toiling down at seven yes, and eight. They were like, way down there. That four game win streak was huge for the Cyclones. Yeah, but I feel like more nights like this where it's like, man, debate on which night of the week you're gonna go based on promotions can only bring out more fans. I'm I'm I wish there was an easier way to consume the Cyclones season. Like I know they have like the the radio on their uh on the 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 website but I I want like TV. Give me something that I can watch. Give me Cyclones TV that I can watch a game cuz I would watch a lot especially if you're wearing Batman jerseys and the opposing teams wearing Joker jerseys. Put that on TV, man. Yeah. Um Oh, there you go. Joe uh, pulling up a, uh, a stat for us here. Jesse Schultz led the way in uh, the most recent win over the Comets uh, in that Batman night. He got his 900th career professional point. That's impressive. That's insane. Uh, whew, man, 900 career points. What's that even mean? <laughs> I just thought that. Scott, do you know what a point is? I was just going to say, I was like... I'm not even going to pretend here. I get so confused. All right, if you had to guess what a yes, point was, please. No, I. I You're in with a fantasy lo- uh, fantasy I hockey know. league, so what's please a point? Tell us what a, what's point. a point. And, and you know what's funny? Every time I see that, I'm like, why do I have so many minuses? <laughs> I suck at this category. What is a point? Well, you, you get a point for scoring a goal, an assist, or uh, there's one more thing that you get it like a kill. Don't do you get something? Kill? For that? Oh, is this a hockey <laughs> assist? <laughs> Shit. A hockey assist. Oh, what is a hockey assist? I know. No, that. no, that's how you also like you get. A, yeah, no, yeah. It's, I was gonna say it's a goal and assist. Are, they, are those the only thing you get a point for? Yeah. Okay, but that's what I don't understand. So we're in that fantasy hockey league, and I'm looking at my team, and I'm like, okay, I've scored all these goals. Like, I have a crazy <laughs> amount of goals. But you look at the plus minus, and I'm always in the negative, and I'm like, what is happening in I don't this understand. Like, I don't understand fantasy like the hockey The plus whatsoever. minus confuses me so much from, like, I thought, okay, if you've got a bunch of goals and assists, you're good. But then when you look at my stats, I'm like, well, I guess not. I'm doing pretty good this week right now. <laughs> we did that hockey. I got a I got a six to two lead going right now this week. No idea how I got that way, but there it is. <laughs> also, having a six to two lead on Wednesday means nothing. I had a I had a lead against you all week, and then you text me Monday morning. You hate to see it. And I'm like, how did I lose by one? I was beating him all week. I was kind of pissed uh, about that. I'm not gonna lie. Fantastic. And what a great show. This was a really fun one. We did uh, that hockey. I love that the show just progressively goes downhill. It's I, like, all right, we're very serious. Well, this is this is intense sports take. I love, and then it's, hey, I love that Batman we end each Yeah, we end each week on hockey where we're both just like, huh? Let's reverse it next show. Let's reverse start, it and no. do start with hockey and then we can have goofy NFL takes too. Because who cares? At that point we'll be in the right 
frame of mind, sure, right? I guess. I don't. I like ending with hockey. It is pretty good to end with hockey. Uh, but we will not be here next week, everybody. There will be no Cincinnati style show, but there will be. That means we got to catch a, up on two weeks worth of hockey. Ooh, next time I can't wait for that. That's going to be a lot of promotions we, to we, cover. We got to recap all that WWE action. <laughs> but there is a show that will be dropping next week, so be sure to, to subscribe to our podcast. Uh, we are going to be doing an audio only show. It is our question and answer show. You can ask us any question you want. Ask us about Cincinnati sports. Ask us about national sports. Ask, ask us, us about, about hockey. Ask us about whatever you want. <laughs> it does not matter. Any question is uh, is available. We will answer everything. Like don't don't be afraid. If you've ever listened to the back catalog of our show, ask me about black hockey players. I know them shits. I can name them all. <laughs> well, you can send us a text. Uh, 440-37-DRUNK. Leave us a voicemail on that number. You can send us a tweet, uh, Facebook message, whatever. Uh, slide into them DMs. Doesn't matter. Ask us a question. We will answer it. That is dropping the last Monday of the month. So uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving, we will do our question and answer show uh, and, and hit that up. That's going to be really the fun. The last Monday of the month would be the Monday before Thanksgiving because the following Monday would be December 2nd. You are 100% <laughs> right on that. That is, that is correct. We are re- you have until Sunday <laughs> afternoon to get your Calendars are hard. Okay, (laughs) calendars are tough to to deal with. I know more about hockey than you do about the months of the year. (laughs) Thirty days has September and other months. We're out. (laughs) Be sure to follow the show at Crappy Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Tell me what month it is. Uh, Follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. Hit up the drunk line four four zero thirty seven drunk. Thank you guys for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. We'll see you in two more Bengals losses. Goodbye. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino dot com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.